Are you a teacher who's feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Do you worry that you're feeling symptoms of burnout? Or are you sure you've already gotten there? Have you started to dream of doing some other kind of job or perhaps pursuing a whole different career? But you don't know what else you're even qualified to do? You don't know how to start a job search? You just feel stuck? If that sounds like you, I promise you're not alone. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I'm a career transition and job search coach, and I specialize in helping burnout teachers just like you deal not only with the stress and overwhelm of your day-to-day job, but to consider what other careers might be out there waiting for you. Join me for Teachers in Transition. In some episodes, I'll be speaking to stress management techniques and how you can manage your stress on a day-to-day basis. In other episodes, I'll be talking about career transition. What tools do you need to be successful in a job search when you're moving from one career into a totally different track? These are questions that you need answers to, and I can help you find those answers. My name is Kitty Boytnot. Welcome to Teachers in Transition. Welcome back to episode 122 of Teachers in Transition, the podcast and the YouTube channel. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I am the owner of Boytnot Coaching LLC and the founder of Teachers in Transition. I specialize in helping burnt out teachers who are ready to make a career change. And I help them by helping them find new careers and new ways to go about their job search so that they can be more successful, avoid the mistakes that most job seekers make, and find their new job or career sooner rather than later. I'm also a certified stress management coach, and if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that I alternate topics each week, one week talking about stress and stress management strategies and on alternating weeks talking about career transition strategies and techniques and tips. This week, we're talking about stress. And what I want to suggest to you this week is the importance of a routine to help you to not eliminate, because there's no way we can ever eliminate stress in our lives, but having a routine in the morning And in the evening can help tremendously in managing stress throughout the rest of your day. If you don't have to consider what time to get up, what is it that you have to do before you are ready to leave the house, what is it that you need to do in order to be ready for your day, if if all of that is already predetermined, the time you're going to get up, the activities that you do, Before you start to engage in work, do you go for a run? Do you sit and meditate? Do you do a daily reading? What is it that you want to do to help set the tone and get your day off to a good start? It will be different for each person. But if you have an established routine, you eliminate a number of decisions right off the bat as far as what to have for breakfast and what time to get the kids up and what time to leave, like I said, leave the house. All of those things are already 
predetermined. And if you have a routine and you can manage to stick to your routine, you'll be amazed at how much time and, and mental energy is freed up because those basic decisions have already been made. You can think about much more important things and you can think on a deeper level. And if you've started off your day with a run or some sort of exercise or a meditation or a reading that helps to set you uh, in, in a grounded place, your day is likely to go much, much smoother. The same is true for bedtime. You need to establish a bedtime routine. Now, I don't often mention it, but I am also a trained and certified sleep science coach. And it's, I, it's so incredibly important for us to understand that this whole idea that we can defer and delay sleep is a myth. You can get away with it when you're young, like in your 20s. But when you're a child, you need a sleep routine. You need to have a set time when you're going to go to bed. You need to go through a, a ritual of sorts to, to send to your brain the signal that it is time to retire for the evening. And that means turning off the TV at a set time, perhaps doing some quiet reading to help settle your mind and, and get yourself into the groove of getting ready for bed, putting on your pajamas, brushing your teeth. If you need a, a bath before bedtime, doing that, taking care of that, and then having a particular set time where you're going to be in the bed and ready to turn off the lights. It's a really good idea to eliminate the use of screens in the evening and to turn off the TV early enough that whatever stimulation you've experienced from watching a television program, that you have a chance to settle yourself and move on to something more soothing or more relaxing. These things are important because the routine, the ritual of getting ready, ready for bedtime, as I mentioned earlier, it sends a signal to your brain it's time to go to bed. You know, our brains get mixed up sometimes when we're in artificial light in the evening. Back in the in the old days, before we had electricity, before we were able to stay up till any time of the night or day that we wanted to, when it got dark, people went to bed. They, even if they had candles or 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 lamps, they eventually turned those off and went to bed at you know early an early hour relative to what a lot of people think of as a, a bedtime hour in in our modern day likewise they got up when it got sunlight they had chores to take care of animals to tend to you know back in the day when I was growing up my grandmother managed a dairy farm and she was up at five o'clock every single morning and out the door to gather the cows together to get them ready to milk. And she took care of dumping the milk into the container. I was thinking about her just the other day. 
She was only four foot 11 and how she was ever able to manage those big old milk cans and get them lifted up and into the the milk containers for the milk truck to come and drain. I, I don't know. I just took it for granted that she was able to do it because she did it every day. And she did it until she turned 65. In the morning and in the evening, she would head out five o'clock in the afternoon to gather the cows together into the milk barn where she would milk the cows. And I mean, it was a twice a day routine. And a farm routine is very similar to the, the day and night routine of the, of the day and night cycle. So the point is that with electricity, we're able to trick our brains into thinking that it's daylight longer. And the upside of that is that we can do things well into the evening that we ordinarily wouldn't be able to do if we didn't have the luxury of electrical lighting. The downside is that because our brains are hardwired for the circadian rhythm, it can get messed up and it can, it can get confused. And it's harder then to go to sleep at night. It's harder to get a good night's restful sleep. You not only need a certain quantity of sleep, you need a good quality of sleep, which means you want to go to bed early enough that you can get the amount of sleep you need, but you want to also sleep all the way through the night, avoiding the two o'clock, three o'clock wake up that some people experience, a lot of people, frankly, experience. And the more you can get into a bedtime routine, the more you create the atmosphere for a restful night's sleep so that you don't have to worry about waking up at two or three o'clock in the morning. So routine is the theme of the day. You need a morning routine, you need an evening routine. And I promise you, if you can manage to create a routine for the morning and the evening and stick to it, you will find yourself less stressed throughout the rest of the day. And that's my offering for this week. I hope it was helpful and I hope you'll come back. If you have any questions, as always, email me at kittyboytnot at gmail.com and let me know what questions you may have or what other topics you might like for me to cover. And I'll see you again next week. Have a wonderful week. So there you have it, an episode of Teachers in Transition. I hope you enjoyed the information and I hope you'll plan to come back. Please subscribe to Teachers in Transition so that you can be alerted of future episodes. And let me know if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to specifically cover in a future episode. I'm more than happy to help with individual questions as well. So email me at kittyboytnot at boytnotcoaching.com. If you are interested in finding a new career or just enjoying your life more, this is the place to start. I'm Kitty Boytnot, and this is Teachers in Transition.